Final hour of the People Show coming to you live from the Kintech studio. Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider. Supported by over 2,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. People Show brought to you by Avenue Machinery and Douglas Lake Equipment. Be a champion on the worksite. Find them together online at DLEAMC.com. Uh, forgot to mention this earlier. Tomorrow, Pirate Pack Day. Stop by your local white spot uh, Wednesday, August 16th. Grab your pirate pack, post it on social media, hashtag pirate pack day. And you know, there's no C, it's P-A-K, right. pirate pack day. Uh, all 53 full service white spot locations helping you out. And you can be part of the tradition of pirate pack day. Usually, it's a kid's thing. But I, I saw a bunch of pirate packs around the office today. I don't even know what a pirate pack is. Adults, come on, man. I mean, you're an East Coast guy. <laughs> but we had pirate packs in the office before. Well, I guess we have, yes. Yeah, you've seen them. But yes, this is not part of your upbringing. I saw Dom walking around with an eye patch, and I was like, what's going on? Dom would. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I like your shirt today, Dan. <laughs> oh, we'll get into the shirt in just a little bit. Uh, but on Pirate Pack Day, $2 from the sale of every adult Pirate Pack and uh, select kids' offerings donated to Zajac Ranch for Children. Fully inclusive summer camp where everything is accessible for children and young adults uh, with medical conditions and disabilities. Uh, ranch located in Mission at Stave Lake and close to a million dollars raised for uh, Zajac Ranch for Children. Uh, sending hundreds of kids. That's awesome. For unforgettable camp experience that's tomorrow gonna get myself a pirate pack tomorrow though. so snag yourself a pirate pack over at white spot uh dan riccio joining the masses of uh bc traditions let's get it pirate uh, packs that's tomorrow uh we'll get to uh overrated underrated in just a uh, minute here look some people frame their text differently some people put the overrated underrated first yes sometimes it's like the name at the front I, lo- I was looking at this one here from Woodrow, the eligible bachelor, and I thought the eligible <laughs> bachelor was the overrated, underrated part. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I- I'm not watching this season of The Bachelorette. Um, I totally missed that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to his submission in just a bit. I want to play this, though, for Mookie Betts. Yeah. Because I've been mentioning this for an hour now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mookie going to uh, Twitter and Instagram to post uh, this, this story of uh, – an exchange he had with a fan that was in the front row a couple of weeks back. Let's just let Mookie explain it. There we go. Never mind. Mookie we got, got a, an email. We got a we got a computer glitch <laughs> right at the pivotal moment. Not as clutch as Mookie was. All right, Elon, we're good now. We're good now. Are we no we're, no, we're having technical difficulties back there. This it's too bad. This clip just won't exist. No, we've been teasing it for an hour. Didn't get to it because we had some fantastic interviews with Van Verderam and Curtis Rogers, which, by the way, yep. if you missed them, go back on the podcast. You can go subscribe uh, to the People Show podcast. You can also go find Halford and Bruff, Canucks Central, Canucks Talk, get ahead of it when those seasons come back, uh, and you can listen to those shows. Okay, now we got Mookie Betts. Here we go. What's going on, guys? I just, uh, something pretty neat happened, and I wanted to share this story. So back a couple weeks ago, I was on deck and this guy was started talking to me and he said, Mookie, if you hit a home run, I'll name my daughter, her middle name, Mookie. And I heard this and I, I laughed and he said he was serious. 
And so I turned around and told him, nah, don't do that, bro. Don't do not do that. And he said, no, nah, I'm going to do it. And I said, your wife wouldn't like that, bro. Don't do that. And he said, no, nah, I'm going to tell her. So I think he's, he may have been on the phone with her. So then that as bad as when I hit, I think, the first home run I've hit in my career. And so I circle the bases, come back, um, and give him a fist bump. There's a little video of, of it. I thought it was super cool. And then... Like a couple weeks later, I see on Twitter the birth certificate for Francesca Mookie Mancuso. Shout out to you, Giuseppe. Uh, I can't wait to meet Francesca. And uh, that's gonna be my girl. That's gonna be my girl. So I thought that was pretty neat. Y'all go follow follow Little Ragu 54 um, again. <laughs> shout out to you, Giuseppe. So he's getting some Twitter love there as well. Yeah. But while he's on deck, this fan uh, gives up his daughter's middle name for Mookie Betts if he hits a home run. Does it in real time. It's pretty bold. That's bold. By the way, how was Mookie's uh, pronunciation there? Not very good. My ears are bleeding a little bit. Giuseppe. Giuseppe Mancuso. Okay, there we go. There we go. But here's my second question after we we evaluated Mookie's – pronunciation yes do we think this guy was a fan and just like in the moment heat of the moment said something spur on your favorite athlete or do we think he had a prop bet on a mookie bet anytime home run and he's like i i let's see if i can spur on my uh i feel like so this guy's sitting front row of the dodgers game yeah right at chavez ravine so he's rolling in a little bit i would imagine you know to have front row seat right in front of the on deck circle there. Like you've you've got you got some money to play with. He had something riding on it. A hundred percent he had something riding on a Mookie Betts home run. So what what that means like, Did I, he have his bookie on the phone like I'm like Mookie Betts home run this next at bat? I'm staring at him right now. I just fist bumped <laughs> like, Mookie. Not even I'm like it right now. not even like for today's what number are you gonna give me for Mookie to hit a home run in this next at bat? Like on the first pitch, like plus how 4, deep 000. is he going? Plus four thousand to get the best odds possible. Yard, it's a wild story. But then here's the thing. Yeah, that means there's a figure that he was willing to sell his daughter's middle name on. <laughs> That's the bit. It's there's a middle a name. Like, well, what is the like? The middle name probably has sentimental value mm-hmm. most of the time. Well, now it's got a financial value. Now it's got a financial value, honey. You know that. Uh, College education you wanted, it's paid for thanks to Mookie Betts. Like, I don't I don't have a middle name. I've never cared to have a middle name. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have a middle name? Yeah. Oh yeah? Sing. Nice. Yeah. So how much would you need to win to name your child's middle name Puce? <laughs> I wanna know which Canucks fans now are going to warm up and be like, Puce Suter, you score tonight. Puce? Plus plus fourteen hundred on the board, something. That's uh, that's not happening. It's at least like fifteen grand, twenty grand. <laughs> it's got to be more than that. Puce, but wild story, wild story for Mookie Betts, and 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 shout out for him sharing that as well uh, on socials. All right, let's get to it. Uh, we've mentioned it. You can get your submissions in six fifty six fifty to the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Overrated, underrated. You give us uh, some topics, and we announce if they are overrated or underrated. We welcome in Elon into the show. 
We've got uh, your submissions. What are we uh, talking about today, Elon? Jabo asks, this summer's version of the Iser plan. Oh, man, it is so incredibly overrated. Well, actually, I don't think anybody's rating it all that much other than Steve Eiserman, maybe. Ooh, so it's like an inverse underrated? Yeah. Because so, I feel like everyone's kind of said it's overrated. Is it, is, is it, has the hate gone too far on it? <sighs> okay, so Detroit's better, right? They got to brink at. They're better. Yes, they're better. They got Comfer. Mm-hmm. You know, they retained Dylan Larkin. They're going to have some internal improvement. But it's still not a team I'm, like, overly in love with. If they finished with the exact same amount of points, but their goal differential was, like, minus 5 instead of minus 40, was is, would that be a more believable season for you? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Right? Like, I, I think they'll have progress. But given what they've spent, yeah. and g- look, first-round pick goes out the door. Yep. For uh, Debrinkat. Yeah, for Debrinkat. It feels like they have to make the playoffs. They've tied themselves into some really strange players. You know, Sherratt, Kopp, Comfer. They've got a lot of money tied in on the back end now on some pretty mid players. I feel like part of the sales pitch to Dylan Larkin was, like, we're going to start going towards the playoffs. Yeah. You're 27. We just signed you to this massive deal. There's an acceptance that you're not here for 82 games. We, we, we want to play 90-plus, and we'll do what we can to work towards that. The main problem that Steve Eiserman has run into <laughs> is it's a similar one Vancouver had, lottery luck. Uh, hang on. Uh, Reach talking about mispronouncing Giuseppe, but says to bring cat. Mm. <laughs> Oh, I like the text coming in. 650, 650. Is All it right, not sorry. Debrinkat? I don't know. I'm not too particular on that one. Is it Debrinkit? Debrinkit. I, I think you can convince me either way. Debrinkit, Debrinkat. I, I always just go how um, like the NHL sends us uh, like media pronunciations. Okay. I would just go by that. Okay. Uh, I think it is Kit. Okay. Yeah, Debrinkit. Yeah. All right. We happy now? We all settled <laughs> on this? Uh, all right. Sorry. I, I totally interrupted you there. It's fine. Um... The biggest problem Steve Eisenman ran into didn't get any, like for all of the years that they were tanking, they didn't end up with a stud player. Like, yes, they got Moritz Sider at six, but they didn't land on a top end center. They didn't draft Quinn Hughes when he was there and available for them. So that one hurt. But for all those years that they were bad, they didn't land any sort of draft choice that's going to you know they didn't draft their franchise changing player and that's the biggest problem that uh the detroit red wings ran into and now that they're trying to overcome by building this uh okay i guess we're gonna have to build a deep team rather than one that's just littered with stars there, there, there is a little placeholder element to all this and look we got a tweet about that it's like hey they're, they're building towards the future but but what's their future? Well, at least Nate Kasper's, Danielson, Marco Marco Casper, like a bunch of guys who Simon Edmondson. But again, it's they spent a lot of money to try to get this towards the playoffs. Now, yeah, Danielson That's and Casper, like I like them. I like Danielson a lot. The more tape I watched going into the draft this year, but 
I don't know if there's like first line center upside there. Mm-hmm. Like Dylan Larkin's probably their first line center for the foreseeable future. There's nobody coming to take that spot from him. All right. This one from Sean, Nathan Rourke as a potential NFL starter. Oh, wow. As a starter. Yeah. I'm guessing he means down the line. Still overrated. It's just too early. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say underrated, but it's it's a little early. Like, we're going off one preseason game. No one here is going to discount the the, the the talent ability. Like, we've seen, obviously, here. Mm-hmm. We're, we're more partial to it and closer to it, obviously, having seen it in BC plays. The thing I will say, the first thing I always look at for quarterbacks is not, like, arm strength, size, mobility, any of that sort of stuff. Footwork and eyes. And Nathan Rourke does have that. So that's what I'm going to say underrated. But it's it's a little early. I don't know if we're – I'm not saying, like, high upside starter. But, like, does he have a season where he starts eight games? Yeah. And then, and, and then he lives on as a backup? Like, I think that's a possibility. Hey, man, Case Keenum had uh, some good years. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, injuries do happen, all that sort of stuff. So I, – I think he's got so, the profile. Yeah. There's always a possibility. But – I'd still say it's better chance than not he just ends up being a a guy on a death chart. Mm-hmm. But, like, hey, could have seven years in the show yep. as a backup. That's an, a very good career. Bobby Wagner back in Seattle. Underrated. You can't say anything other than that, Nick. I know. I just foresee, it's the perfect marriage. They needed somebody to help them stop the run a little bit more. I, I do foresee a reality yeah. by, like, week 11. Where it's a problem? We're saying, like, hey, I wonder if Devin Bush can play more snaps. Hmm. Now, he that's pretty still, good, actually, that's in the still, preseason game. That's Devin still Bush. a fine outcome yep. for the Seahawks people to say, we needed veteran leadership. See what Jordan Brooks like, looks like coming off. He came off pupless, by the way. Yep. But... Can you just sort of be with us for 11 weeks? Yeah. And then there's this stability that emerges from Brooks, and maybe Bush needs just more snaps. But I, I'm going to say it's perfectly rated. It, it hit the nostalgia. I don't know what the on-field production is going to be like. I'm going to go perfectly rated. Okay. Having an embarrassing last-place fantasy football punishment. Okay, these can go a little bit over the top. I think for for some leagues, I've never really had that sort of issue. So the the thing that we do in my big league, which actually works out in my favor, if I ever finish last, I have to host the draft, which means everybody's got to fly to Vancouver. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Good thing for them. I never, uh, I've never right. finished last in uh, these last number of years. But um, that that's kind of like a. All right, you're hosting the draft. It's going to cost you a few hundred bucks to like get everything set up, whatever. You're going to have to order the pizza yeah. and have some booze and whatever else. Um, so that, to me, is a fair thing. I think your league should have something for the last place loser. But, you know, I'm gonna say also, over- like, don't be too silly about it. I'm going to say overrated because everyone's doing the same thing now. Mm. Now it's like, oh, the Waffle House thing. And, and yes. If you come up with something original underrated but everyone's just copying others everybody's just copying everybody yeah. else no I, I get it you have too many leagues and everything like that but. you gotta go get a tattoo i don't know i have one league that i'm like super married to other than that 
Like I yeah. play in other leagues, but for me, it's one league that matters. I actually know somebody who got a tattoo from really? being last place. <laughs> see, see, that's too much. That's yeah, I would never do that. That's yeah. living with you forever, man. So yeah. he had to get a tattoo of the uh, the winner's team name on his leg. Oh, oh that's, got it on his thigh. It's too much. Oh, I guess it's hidden at least from everybody else. Yeah. All right, letting a rookie quarterback sit for at least a year. So I used to think that this was underrated, but I've now come to the side where I think it's overrated because, one, like the game time is the most valuable experience that a quarterback is going to get. Now, if a guy's clearly not ready, sure. But for most of these guys, especially the ones that are drafted with high picks, I think getting game reps and getting in game situations tends to be more helpful for their development than sitting on the bench. I'm going to stay underrated. Mm. Time was, it used to be like you were on the bench and you waited to learn. Yes. It's too important of a position to throw a guy to the wolves. To throw a guy to the wolves. Now, look, the, the, the guys ex- getting drafted in the first round aren't Nathan Peterman. I know. Okay? I know. I don't know why we're going through the but, list but of Buffalo Bills quarterbacks today, but <laughs> here's a sorry, thing. Elon. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. Franchise values and asset values. Put the guy out there. I don't think there's a wrong answer to this, but I like the teams that have a succession plan. Because the teams, like, and we've seen this litany of first overall picks not have success as far as winning championships. Patrick Mahomes, not a first overall pick. If you can build the infrastructure of your team and then introduce a quarterback in, everything's a little bit better. There's markers you have to hit as far as the QB development plan outside of just, hey, go play snaps. But when you're the first overall pick, you're bad. You're not setting up your QB for success. So there's context to each of these scenarios. As an underlying principle, though, I would say sit. Okay. Krez from Coquitlam. Neymar, what has he done to justify his stardom? Wow. Okay. That that seems a little harsh. See, this is the ring culture I don't like. He's won the Champions League. Yeah. He's won league titles. I guess it doesn't really count when you're PSG in the French League, but... He's- He's amazing. Yes. Like, genuinely, is he in the... So I can't... I can't totally... Um... Is he a top 12 player in the last 10 years? Yes. Top 10? Yes. Seven? Still yes. So it's basically like... It's hard to argue against him not being top five. Okay, so we're basically talking Ronaldo, uh, Messi. Yeah. Lewandowski? Lewandowski. Modric. Modric Neymar. Even in Ibrahimovic, I don't think last ten years probably probably not because mm-hmm. his heyday was a little bit earlier than that. Yeah, Modric is definitely one that gets in there. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, like yeah, okay, um, but he's also still like in his peak. Yeah, Mohamed Salah, by the way, announced today uh, three or four months. Yeah, tough one. KDB's out. I'm sure they have plenty of others that can fill but the like, void. Neymar and Salah is a good argument. Yep. Neymar and Salah is a good argument. Other than that, like, look, I know people hate Neymar because of the antics and, you know, he's 
been a bit of a party boy and doesn't mm. seem like a team player and is always diving and all these different types of things. But you just can't deny the talent, okay? He's an absolutely unbelievable player. And your analogy earlier of he's the Andy Murray of soccer where, mm-hmm. you know, he's just that next guy after the big ones just happened to play in the era of the two greatest players of all time. Mm-hmm. And he was maybe number three in that era. That hurts. You Benzema know? or Neymar? Oh, Neymar. Yeah. Again, I, I kind of think so too. But, but like, but he's incredible. I never knocked Messi for not winning a World Cup. Mm-hmm. I think him winning it sort of solidified him as the greatest of all time, but I already thought of him <laughs> as the greatest of all time. So I can't knock Neymar for being unable to win a World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he has had the teams, but Brazil is, you know, they haven't had good coaching. He yeah. has underperformed in tournaments, that's for sure. But Neymar, like top of his peak, yeah. there are a few better that have ever played the game to what Neymar has been able to do. Overrated, underrated, pickleball. It seems like every athlete, every celebrity has invested into pickleball. Why Why are people doing this? It's overrated. I don't think I've ever seen pickleball played. Dude, it's on, it's on ESPN. It's now. on ESPN. The Ocho, baby, but like, it's okay. on. But, like, I don't know. ESPN popularity was built on, like, the sailing events. You know? <laughs> and Aussie football. Don't be hating the America's <laughs> Cup. Does that mean, like, we're all of a sudden supposed to love pickleball? I'm just saying, it's, it's all the rage right now. My, my you know ins- what's truly, the like, cricket becoming a full-time, like, big-time North American sport? That's, that's going to be the rage. Because that's the number two sport in the world mm-hmm. by viewership. Not pickleball, which like people like to do in their spare time. And you want to talk about something that's really going to change the landscape of North American sports? It's cricket becoming more of a thing here on our soil. I feel like pickleball is going to have like a poker run. Yeah. Where it's, it, it hits a peak and then it just exists. I don't know. Do people like go on YouTube and like 10 great pickleball shots you need to see? Dude, like- my, my Instagram al- <laughs> my Instagram algorithm is all screwed up. What is wrong? Like our algorithms could not I'm be I'm guessing more you guys have never played pickleball. No. Okay. I mean, yes, but I not, haven't. Not recently. And, uh, what? You're looking at me with such disappointment, Elon. I'm just saying everybody who plays it's like, "Oh, you got to try out this pickleball." No, you really don't. You really don't. I don't know. I said that about when I first played squash. I didn't keep playing squash for the rest of my life. It's it's fine. You know what it is? It's a free activity. I feel like the free activities get hyped up every year. Uh, like uh, snowshoeing was a big one four or five years ago. I saw a video in New York. You have to pay a couple hundred dollars to rent a court in a popular area, so it's not free. Oh, really? I thought people were just like jumping out to tennis courts. And, Man, like, here, yeah, yeah. It's a free activity. New York is not a real place with how expensive <laughs> everything is. You think things are expensive here? Like, people are paying 200 bucks for a pickleball court? Mind you, how many how many places are paying, like, what is it to rent an ice, rent an hour of a rink nowadays? 260 bucks, 300 bucks, probably? It's a lot. We'll imagine. do our last one. Justin and East Van, Starbucks Oliato. Oh, very underrated. I had it this week. What, sorry, what is this? It's the uh, olive oil uh, I'm out already. lattes. No, I'm out. That Starbucks started rolling out. No. I had it while I was in Seattle last week. I don't know if they sell them here, but... Uh, so just make it, like, silky smooth? Oh, it's so rough. smooth. 
So it's just like a nitro brew? Yeah, I guess so. Oil it's very and coffee? Good. I'm out. What? Why not? Man, like olive oil combo. makes everything better. That Okay, that is factually true. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm doing oil and coffee. The oleato was very underrated. I was very curious. It sounded gross when I first heard about it. Mm-hmm. I tried it while I was uh, there last week in Seattle, and I quite liked it. Highly recommend. Uh, we're going to have to do like an overflow of overrated, underrated, because yes. the box is uh, loaded up right now. Uh, so we'll do that on the other side. A lot of Neymar takes as well. Love it. Told you, the, the EPL takes have been uh, nonstop the last week. Uh, keep those coming in, 650, 650. If you have another uh, overrated, underrated topic for us to get to, we'll uh, we'll do some overflow coming up. It's on the way. People show coming up. Uh, before we go, though, uh, being too busy feels like the new norm. You're probably in the middle of something right now, but taking time for yourself just got a little bit easier with Audible. Perfect for listening on the go. So your me time is open wide. Explore premium storytelling with Canadian voices across multiple genres with over 800,000 titles including best-selling audiobooks, podcasts, and exclusive originals. Join and listen for free for 30 days. Visit audible.ca. There's more to imagine with Audible. Wrapping up the People Show on the way on Sportsnet 650. Six fifty, six fifty. Get your thoughts in. Your overrated, underrated submissions in anything for the final segment of the People Show coming to you live from the Kintex Studio. We were talking about fantasy football punishments. Yep. Uh, Quinn says our fantasy hockey league does uh, spend twenty four hours in a Denny's, eat stack of pancakes or a shot of tequila whiskey takes an hour off. See, it's like I get it, but and and that is a punishment. Yeah. But like that's done now. <laughs> Having somebody eat uh, a unhealthy amount of food—that's that's the best punishment you can come up with. But it's also that that feels like a a good punishment if you're in a league with people in their twenties. Yeah, you're in a league that with would people be in their forties. For me, I'm just saying, like, if I had to tell one of my friends who's like you know 39, 43, yeah, yeah. it's like, dude, you got to crush eighteen waffles at Waffle House. <laughs> I'm, like, worried for his well-being. It's yeah. not worth the punishment to finish it and be like, are, are you going to be okay? <laughs> are Man, you going to survive this? Maple syrup sweat's going on right now? Yeah. Don't want that. It's a tough one. I, I, I want a punishment, but I don't want a, a punishment. So I got to ask this because um, I've been getting a few chirps about it over the last uh, couple days. It wasn't the first time it happened either. But um, I... Uh, I wore Adidas socks with Air Force Ones. Oh, yeah. And everybody in the office is chirping me about it. The reach clothing discussion the last 24 hours in the office has been a lot. <laughs> so but that one was, was was rough. That was yesterday. That was bad. Yeah. Elon, that's like a major faux pas. Yeah, Huge. it's a big red flag. Can't do that. Can you? Okay. I'm okay man, with I'm 36 in a month. I don't I like, you know, like, I really don't I'm care man, about I'm these 36. things. I'm 36. I'm okay with the the torso up, yep. hips down, mm-hmm. cross branding, okay. but you can't do socks and shoes. Like if you're wearing a Nike hat, Adidas shoes, I can live with that. I completely agree. Yeah, like I, I can live with that. 
you got to have better situational awareness, but I can live with that. But if you're doing the shorts, high socks yeah. with the brand clearly visible and the, the, the shoes, that's on you, man. That's that situational awareness minus one. Like, we're not putting you out in the closeout five minutes. Man, you know how hard it is to find unbranded socks at Winners? Just wear <laughs> ankle socks, something. It's true. That's that. That's like you. All right, maybe I'll stop doing it. Probably won't. But that is maybe the Kirk I will. Cousin spiking the ball when he shouldn't have. <laughs> that's what that was. Kirk Cousins. That was a bad one. You like but, that? But the one you did today, mm-hmm. uh, you walked into our our lounge, into the uh, the players' lounge. Yeah. Yeah. And unprompted. I, I, I don't even remember what the quote was. I was that flabbergasted. What, I just, what, what I, did you say? I just said, I feel strange wearing bright colors. And I, I almost dropped my laptop. What are you talking about? Well, I'm wearing a, a, I'm wearing a purple shirt today. Today you're wearing a purple shirt. Or lilac, I don't know, lavender. Yeah. One of these colors. Looks sharp. You know. And um, I had never connected the dots. I just normally wear black, gray, or white, I guess. Tease, yeah. That's your move. There's really no no other... There's no color patterns. I don't generally throw any pops of color into my my fashion sense. Remember, like, in How I Met Your Mother, there was, like, the glass shattering <laughs> moment when they realized things about their friends? Yes. This was mine for you. And I was like, I've never seen Reach wear, like, a red shirt. Yes. I don't do it. You very, rock- even on the golf course, I'm, like, very... Like bland with like black or gray. You'll rock an Italia shirt or something like that. Maybe. But that's really about it. Yep. And you said today, oh, I feel strange wearing colors. Yes. And then sure enough, hype man extraordinaire Dom, <laughs> hosting the show earlier today, two hours, also tomorrow, steps out of the studio, yep. looks at Reach. He's like, that looks really good on you. Yeah. No more than 15 minutes away from when you told me that you never wear colors. <laughs> And I just started losing. I was like, Dom couldn't even have heard the conversation. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know. But uh, you never wear colors. No, it's, it's just a, I don't know if it's a personal, like, it's not a conscious decision I made. I just realized, like, I don't really do it all that often. But, like, hoodies and jackets? No, they're just all, black. They're, wow. Gray. Definitely black and gray. Is that why you like the sun sign so much? Because your, your wardrobe is so <laughs> dire and dark? It's possible. I don't know. It's like when you try something new, you feel kind of awkward with it. Sure. So it's no, kind of like anything. look fantastic with it, but I'd never considered you don't wear colors. John and Camby Village, reach your 36. You sound 54 when you're talking about sports. <laughs> That's good. You have the wisdom. Yeah. I, I have the uh, the radio voice of <laughs> just like uh, Brett Connolly's picture. Has anybody seen Brett Connolly's like, headshot? Yes. There is no way that guy is like 35 years old. It it definitely comes across <laughs> as like World War II headshot. Like why? Yeah. Brett Connolly's headshot. That's a good poll. Just uh, okay. If you're listening in your car or you're listening wherever you are on online, we're on the pod. When you have a moment, check Brett Connolly and his photo, and then check how old he is. Yeah, that's... And be like, what happened here? <laughs> if you black he's and white... He's 31. He looks like he's 47. If, it's if, crazy. If you do the black and white, there's the element of like the meme account that's like, Dear Martha, <laughs> we are battling on the front lines tonight in Washington. In any case. Uh, it looks like Brett Connolly's lived a life. I'll say that much. All Cup right. champion, though. 
We have so much Good to get BC to. Good BC boy. We have so much to get to uh, in the inbox. Non-stop right now. Okay. Uh, sorry, yes. Uh, Cousins took a knee. Didn't spike the ball. My bad. I mm-hmm. forgot that one. Uh, overrated, underrated. We still have so many more to yep. get to. Uh, okay, I, I can. I like this one. Uh, punishment in our league is you have to wear a temporary face tattoo. At least that's temporary. A henna tattoo? Is that what it is? Well, like, like the Mike Tyson face tattoo. <laughs> what would be the temporary face tattoo you wear? I think it's the the Mike Tyson one. Oh, like that. You have to wear. Okay. Yeah. At least that's that's different. Um, Keith the water guy, a hole in one on a par three course. Overrated or underrated? Hang on, can we get the music back for overrated and underrated? Okay. It, it's just not the same. It, it, it just hits different mm-hmm. when you hear the music. There it is. There it is. Uh, hole in one on a par three course. Overrated or underrated? As somebody who's never had a hole in one, I um, I would still say underrated because, I mean, heck, if you've played golf, you know how hard it is to hole a shot from pretty much any Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say underrated, but I wouldn't brag about it. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing. It's like if I ever hit a hole in, hole in one on a real course, yeah. I'm opening conversations with that. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm Bic. Nice to meet you. I had a hole in one once. I was playing somewhere a couple weeks ago and they had like a temporary tee box on a par three. And it was it, so the par three was, it ended up being like 77 yards. And I like get up, take the shot. It was tracking, it looked like it was good. It went right over the flagstick and just a few feet past the hole. Um, I, at the same time, I was like, that was a great shot. Felt great. Um, I also said to myself, this would be the worst ever first hole-in-one story. <laughs> You're playing a temporary tee box in the court. Like the, it's like a 72-yard shot. Yeah. Now, at least those circumstances you can't. Yes change like you went to a real course i don't want to have a hole in one like i want my hole in one story to be great you know the winds were gusting i calculated it perfectly yes as i swung somebody from another hole shouted Fire! i was <laughs> I, I was distracted but i focused back right pin water in front bunker just in front of the pin so i had to fade it and hit a perfect shot and it rolled perfectly into the hole that's what you, want. you want a great story for your hole in one, you know. Just like I guess most couples would want, like a a great "this is how we met" story. Doesn't doesn't work out that way all the time, but it's cool if you do. Uh, what else do we have in the inbox? Six fifty, six fifty. As as we as we relive Reach's hypothetical hole in one. Yes. <laughs> You've never lived through a hypothetical hole in one. Okay. Uh, Aussie rules football, overrated or underrated? Underrated. I I don't know if I've ever watched a full game. It looks like a good time. Yeah. Have I been known to stay awake at 4 a.m. and uh, lay a bet back in the day <laughs> for Aussie rules football? Sure I have. Of course. Overrated, underrated. Tariq Woolen changing his name to Reek. Yeah. Has he, like, officially changed it? Official. Uh, I, if you look up the Seahawks official. depth chart, yeah. I'm like, Reek Woolen. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little overrated, but you do you. You do you, yeah. It's not a choice I would make. The, the thing we really need to talk about, things on, on official roster pages. Should I just change my name to Reach? Just be like one name guy? No. Like I'd be like McLovin? Should be a mononym. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Seal? I mean, you already don't have a 
middle name. Why not I, just don't, I definitely don't have a Shorten it even more. Puse. But you Puse. see this? Uh, yesterday, <laughs> yes, Teddy Puse. Bridgewater. Dan Puse Suter. <laughs> Riccio. Teddy Bridgewater is going to wear number 50 in preseason. Okay, like this is – Tom Brady was right. When he got angry that they it's like out of control just now. opened up yeah. numbers for everybody, it's just weird, man. It's out of control now. I can't – like Sky Moore wearing 24 – I'm never drafting that guy in fantasy football. You look like a cornerback. You're never going to be good wide receiver. No, the 20s I can deal with. No, I can't. No. But QBs wearing 50s? I don't need a middle linebacker. This is like LeVon Kirkland <laughs> counting out the Mike linebacker. Like, what's happening here? 50. You're going to see it this weekend. Like, the, the story kind of broke yesterday because it was on the official roster page. And everyone just thought it was a registration issue, just recently signed. Maybe it was just a hiccup. Yeah. Announced today. Just saw ESPN putting out. He's going to wear 50 in the preseason game this week. Teddy Two Gloves. Can't trust the guy with two gloves. And now he's uh, going number 50. Number 50. Like, tell me you're a more mid player than Teddy Bridgewater. You're wearing number 50 as a quarterback. Do you think it'll be one of the highest jerseys sold? Because <laughs> no. that one's a collector's item. The only QB to ever wear 50. Because that's the thing. You worked in a, in a memorabilia shop. Yeah. Scarcity drives prices. Aren't there players wearing number zero this year? Yeah. But are they QBs? No. Calvin Ridley's wearing zero. Yeah. Like, come on, man. What are we doing here? Does any QB wear zero? No. Man. What are you, Zadrunas Olgowskis? <laughs> Get out of here with that. Ooh, it's another good one. Um, Greg Ostertag? He was, he was double zero, right? Yeah. I guess uh, Gilbert Arenas, too. Yeah. He was, he was decent. Agent zero. A lot of guys in the NBA still wear zero. Yeah. Man, there are some linebackers wearing number zero. This is so weird. The NFL is out of control. I don't know. A linebacker wearing number zero? It's kind of mean. You kinda think like so? It. Yeah. Mm. That, that definitely feels like a movie script. <laughs> longest yard, Goldberg. Yeah, it, it's got major longest yard vibes. Goldberg wore X as his number in longest yard. <laughs> Let's introduce that. Roman numerals is your number. This is getting way too out of control. That's what Elon's going to wear. He's like, ah, look how big the branding is. Yeah, I, I meant Elon Musk, not you. <laughs> the, the branding for Twitter is huge. Uh, what else we got in the inbox? Uh, overrated or underrated tank tops. Can't do it. There's look, I'm going to be honest about it. Got to have a certain body type to be sure. able to pull off a tank top. I just don't have it. I think so. both on, you and I are going to say overrated. Elon's going to be like <laughs> underrated. Love tank tops. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Big move. Definitely. But, you know, at least we have self-awareness. Uh, this one. Uh, Please have like, if you're wearing, if you're, if you're a tank top guy, make sure you have some self-awareness about it. Uh, Charlie McAvoy. I, I, I like the random sport one we get amidst all the... Uh... Who's underrating Charlie McAvoy? You mean who's overrating Charlie McAvoy? Yeah. Well, uh, no, who's underrating Charlie McAvoy? Like, who doesn't think he's one of the best defensemen in the league? I, I still feel like there's not enough hype on Charlie McAvoy. Really? Yeah. I mean, Kale McCarr was just cover athlete for EA. Yep. Where's Charlie McAvoy's uh, cover? Well, it's kind of like the Miro Heiskanen thing. He's, you know, they just don't score enough. You yeah. know, they're not flashy enough to be the guy that is on the cover of NHL 24. But I feel like we're always going to hear more about Dougie Hamilton, Moritz Sider. Yep. I don't know about Mackenzie Weger, but 
So NHL. Zach Rowinski, always going to hear more about him. The NHL game series, overrated or underrated? Now, look, there's a lot of people in this city that might be listening to the show right now that work on this video game. No, I'm, I'm going to say underrated, and here's why. No matter what, like, the, the, the game could not make any evolution. It could all, whatever. It could always be bad. Yeah. It is still, like, the best, actually, I'll say second best sports game to play with a group of friends. I'm, I'm not including wrestling right now. I just mean, like, okay. pro sport. Yeah, like, for me. Like, uh, FIFA, to me, is always number one. Yeah. You like you don't even need to be a soccer fan. You pick up. I don't know. Sticks, NBA Two K is pretty good though. But like, I feel like there's a degree of difficulty to Two K that if if you don't get it, yeah, you're gonna be bad at it, and someone okay. will run you up. Mm-hmm. NHL, you can just pick up a controller and compete with someone. Thing is, like NHL. Okay, I don't play the game at any kind of a high level. Uh, I, I've no, <laughs> I haven't played it for a few years. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons I stopped liking NHL. I'm going to have an honest moment right now. It was like the same game from like NHL 2005 on. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's just but again, a, are you are you playing it with buddies? That's the thing. I, playing I, it with buddies, playing online. It's I, just like all, the, the entire point of the game is how good are you at stopping the opponent from getting the one-timer? Sure. That's like the entire point. And I but guess that's, that's hockey. <laughs> That's literally hockey. It's like, how quickly can you get the shot off? That's yes. all we talk about is releases. How is someone getting open and scoring goals? So what you're Goalies saying are is so good now. NHL was ahead of its time because now every team is like, how do we get more cross-ice passes yes. completed? Because that's the thing that we know goalies struggle with the most. 100%. Yeah, I used to play Chell religiously from like Chell 09 to Chell yeah. 16. Yeah. I'm talking religiously. Yeah. At the moment, it's very overrated. Yeah, the game has not progressed. They take out; it's all pay to play. Oh, I would say 2K and FIFA are the best. Yeah, 2K though is, I don't know. 2K is good. Just not playing 2K with buddies, mind you. I haven't gamed in a, in a long time. I did say to you though, we were talking about Madden before the the show. I'm still very confident that if we, if we loaded up a Madden tournament in the office, oh, don't even finish your sentence. Yeah, there's I'd, no I'd, way. I'd walk out winner. No, there's no hundred percent. I haven't played in years. And I walk out winners. But again, like Madden's not a it's a fun game, but it's not really that great unless you're playing with people that like so want to play football. Um I was listening to uh, friends of the show, Danny Kelly and Danny Heifetz mm-hmm. on uh, the Ringer NFL fantasy podcast. I think Heifetz Dur- is on the show next week, by During the way. uh during the road trip, actually. Yeah. And right. I have never agreed with somebody so much in my entire life when they said the NFL is now just like, the way the NFL is played now is just how we used to play Madden 15 years ago. Thousand percent. <laughs> Thousand percent. Four verts. Just like, yeah. yeah Four verts. Throwing all the time. Running yeah. quarterbacks. Like, always going for it on fourth down. Yep. It's the <laughs> it's evolution. Like, man, that's so true. Zero blitz. Zero blitz. Zero blitz. You're not winning if you're calling zero blitz. I don't Madden. call that. You don't have a shot against me. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm telling you, I would have no problem whatsoever. PA slot cross, let's go. <laughs> we had actually a good text yesterday. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, but someone texted in, because I, I like my movies and pods on one and a half speed or higher. Yeah. What's the optimal time to put on like periods for Chell or quarters? And I actually said I actually prefer longer. 
Oof. Because I like the more reps, and it's it's more chances to compete. You know, so for a period, it's like, hey, I'm cool with a 10-minute period. No. I'm cool with... Bad take. I'm c- cool with 15-minute halves and FIFA. How much time do you got? Man, that's too <laughs> much like, time, bro. Like, what are you playing? I, like, I you, you're prove- throwing on MLB The Show and playing nine innings? Like, what? Do you not? <sighs> no. I mean, again, I don't play as many games as I used to, but... Yeah. I want to decide like who is the better player. Yeah, five minute periods. There's some variance in that. Like baseball is the only one where it maybe kind of makes sense, but you're not playing every game, obviously. Um, maybe you. Man, might be a pro <laughs> guy. Like I'm going for 100 Jeez. home runs, man. I'm playing. I'm playing. Well, the, uh, you're the only game playing the like at bats and whatever. Yeah, that's you know, fair. ball that's comes fair. your that's way fair. in that's the fair. in the yeah. field. Um, okay, the thing is about if you increase. I think the default is five-minute periods in NHL. Yeah, I think it's five-minute quarters in 2K. Uh, six six-minute halves in in FIFA. FIFA. Yeah, and I find six-minute quarters in Madden. I think five. I five. find that those time allotments end up with the most realistic, like real-life full-game statistics. So, like in a five-minute period, you're ending up with you know twenty-plus shots each. In a game of NHL. But look, we're not Josh Elliott Wolf. We're not trying to do realistic things. We're, we're trying to play video games. Like, Josh is out there not trying field goals. Is he, he realistic? I don't know. But he, yeah. he's going to go try to do a field goal at some point, we think. But at least he's doing real things. Josh still thinks he could complete a pass in an NFL yeah, game no, it's, as it's a quarterback. Silly, but he's, he's, he wants to go to a field and try this. Yes. We're, we're turning on the PlayStation Xbox. Mm-hmm. I don't need realistic stats. Mm-hmm. I want the game to feel real. But I don't need realistic stats. If I put up 700 yards passing, I put up 700 yards passing. Yeah. I don't care. No. I, I don't I don't need the realistic stats. No, I do. I'm sorry. This is a bad take by you. I'm just here to compete, man. Uh, MLB The Show, the best video game? Best sports game? Again, if you're playing solo, I might agree with that. Yeah. But, again, playing with a buddy, like you invite some friends over. Hey, man, let's load up MLB The Show. Mm-hmm. We're gonna play nine innings. That's that's a home a run derby is fun to do with friends. Yeah, that's about okay. it. But yeah. we're not talking about like a game. I still think wrestling is the best one with, with buddies. You're just like, let's go. We're talking about practice. Yeah, Golden Eye, like that sort of stuff is fun. But if we're talking sports games, yeah, Chell, I think after FIFA, it's 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 right there. I don't know. Chell's gone downhill a little bit. Maybe I just haven't played in a while then. Yep. But still, just the just the vibes of like two v two FIFA is I think un, undefeated. I think it's EA Sports FC now. By the way, yeah, whatever. We're still calling it FIFA. It's like Twitter. <laughs> Who's calling it X? <laughs> Who's calling it X? So what do you like? Do you zeets now? Is that is that what it is? I have no idea. Instead I'm, of tweet, I'm not learning. Too, too old. Not learning. Zeets is like Woodbridge slang. For what? when you want to tell somebody to shut up, you zeet. Is Woodbridge its own language? Yes. Because some of the things you tell me, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Zitz, because in Italian you would say zito. So oh, okay. The uh, Woodbridge version is just zitz. Uh, play, <laughs> texting in. I was going to say something about the... Uh, what was foosball? I always forget. Jits. That's, that's not a thing. It's a jitoni table. No, we call it jits. It's not a thing. Anyways. It was, you were so floored that day. Like, what do you mean you don't call it? Jits. I've had way too many of these moments. You were like me earlier today. It's like, what do you mean you don't wear colors? Yes. <laughs> you can take the boy out of Woodbridge, or you can't take the, the, the Woodbridge out of the boy. This is like the toast bread thing that happened a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. That was great. 
Uh, all right, good stuff in the inbox. Back at it tomorrow. You're not here. No. You're away. Tomorrow. I'm away tomorrow. Uh, myself and Brooke Ward. Shout out tomorrow. Uh, Brooke and Bick. Pumped Brooke up. and Bick. Uh, Killer bees. Tomorrow at... Uh, Just like Biggio and Bagwell. Yeah, there we go. Um, tomorrow. Is it 1 o'clock tomorrow? I think we're 1 o'clock tomorrow. I think we're late afternoon on Thursday. We're all over the place. Yes. <laughs> 2 o'clock tomorrow. So get the podcast. That's Two the best way tomorrow. to find it. Yeah. Podcast, people show, uh, Canuck Central, Canucks Talk. Uh, we're back at it again, you and I, on Thursday. That will be a 3 o'clock start. Again, we're all over the place. Someone's texting in, what is Summer Sports Radio? Video games, fantasy sports, and football jersey numbers. Pretty much. Yeah, and uh, rotating hours. <laughs> again, back at it. And and rotating uh, hosts as well. Yes. Uh, no, tomorrow is 1 to 4. I don't know what you're talking about, Elon. 1 to 4, myself and uh, Brooke Ward. Thursday, it's uh, 3 to 6. Myself okay. and Dan Riccio. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. No. On Sportsnet, 650. <laughs>